New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. Hello and welcome back to Toolbox Talks on the Site Shed. My name is Matt Jones, and I'm joined in this series with Scott from Bolo Empire. If you missed the last episode, we were speaking about systems and processes in business, and this entire series is all about building your empire. So, Scott, welcome back. Thanks, Matty. Good to be here. Thank you very much. So, Scott, in this episode, we are talking about building a database. Why have we decided to talk about that today? Yeah, well, it's... uh I guess it's the next level when you um, have started to systemize your business. Having a database of all of your customers and all of your contacts um, is actually part of sort of systemizing your sales and systemizing how you're generating business. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a pretty integral part of that. We're going to talk about how having that database not only means that you can start to sort of sell more of your services, but it also contributes to the asset value of your business as well. I've got a question which is on kind of a segue here, but it's one that's been bothering me for such a long time. It's uh, why are my chinos yellow? Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> oh, oh, they are mustard. Yeah, they are. I'm sure. Oh, baby puke, I would have said. But yeah. though, the question I need to know is systemize or systematize? I'm going to kill you now. Uh, <laughs> systemize. For everyone out there listening, you systemize your business, never systematize. <laughs> Ever. Thank God for that, because I've heard so many people say systematize, and it sounds like a speech impediment. Yeah, people think I'm violent, but I just really hate that word. (laughs) Passionate. Mm. Passionate. Passionate. Okay, so for the listeners, what is a database? Yeah, good question. So really, a database is a collection of records, to put it really simple, right? So it could be a database of stock or inventory, or what we're going to talk about today is a database of contacts, which is all of their names, email addresses, um, physical addresses, phone numbers, everything that you need to know about your customers so that you can sell more stuff to them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is it always about selling more stuff to them? No, no, not necessarily. It could be, as I said, like a stock database or, you know, if you're in real estate, it might be a database of houses. It's a, you know, generally an electronic Format it even could just be a spreadsheet. That's still a database of, of things. And in most cases, we're talking about um, some cool cloud tools yep. out on the internet. So why is it important to build your database? Yeah, well, I guess, um, you know, particularly for trades, one way of actually getting really ahead of your competition, and um, because not a lot of people are doing it yet, is actually getting a solid database of your contacts, of all the people that have worked with you, and getting opt-ins from your website, which is, you know, the stuff that you guys do so well to build that database of contacts, <laughs> do really well, and to build your database of contacts so that you can market your services to them. 
That way you, you know, acquire more work. And once you've systemized your business, you can bring on more people, scale your business, grow your business and build the asset. Yeah. So this is a very common scenario for us, okay? We get this all the time. People will come to us and they say, right, we need more clients. Can you help us get them? And we say, okay, sure. Tell Let's, let's talk about this because I know straight away this is a loaded question, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I want to run an AdWords campaign. So why do you want to run, run an AdWords campaign? I need more leads. Okay. So- how many leads do you are we talking here? Like, what do you you know? How many people do you actually need to see to make it profitable? Well, say fifty yep. or whatever it is, yep. right? So then I'll say to them, okay, well, look, tell me how many people over the last two years have you actually done work for, and have people that have actually paid you to work for them? Uh, have you got a list? Well, no, but I can check my accounting software. Okay, check your accounting software yeah. and just do it. Just humor me. Give me a download. We had one guy come back, and in their two year space, he had he'd done work for something like. Two and a half thousand customers oh, wow. qualified, right? So instead of investing money into trying to get more leads through his doors, we reinvested that money into marketing towards people that were already qualified. They already knew him. They already trusted him. They already have had his services. And his, his conversions went through the roof. Yeah. Just yes. with a simple email marketing campaign back to people that have already um, been qualified. It's somewhere in the order of like 75% cheaper yeah. to sell to your existing customer base yeah. than it is to acquire new leads. It can be actually even more than that. I've heard eight, eight, eight yeah. ten times. So yeah. yeah. I'd also like to add at this stage that um sixty five percent of statistics are made up on the spot. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, <laughs> or over a beer. But we've just disproved that by uh, both agreeing. Yeah. So yeah no um yeah so just consider that guys when you are out there if you're in that space well I need to get more leads maybe try um, focusing some of that attention back towards people that have already qualified and already bought from you yeah. and you might find or well, I can guarantee you will find that it, by approaching those people your conversions will definitely be better because you're, it's a soft it's a warm sell mm. you're not going in there cold I'll use my own myself as an example Matty um, good because that's always the best example <laughs> you know back in my place uh, up in Brisbane Every time I'd need a plumber, I went back out on the internet and found a new plumber because I didn't remember who I used last time or whatever. If I actually had, you know, the first plumber that I went to kept my details in the database, sent me updates occasionally and just kept in touch with me, I'd just keep going back to him. Yeah. And he, you know, I would have needed to go find another one whenever I had a plumbing problem instead of having to go, oh, man, I've got to go find a plumber and go through quotes, blah, 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 you know. If he had stayed in communication with me, he would have just got the work every time and I would have sent more stuff his way. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's it, guys. I think we can wrap it up there. That's much. it. That's it. That's the reason you get a database <laughs> right there, particularly for retail. That's it. Seriously, though, I mean, it's so powerful and it's something that is so often overlooked and neglected. But if you can just focus some attention doing that, then you will be amazed at the results. And so I suppose what we're going to talk about here is um, in a little bit, it's maybe some tools and stuff that we can use that can help you do that. Mm. And there are a few out there. And you're going to be surprised when we come up with a few of them when, when we uh, tell you what a few of them actually are because you're doing it every day already and you don't even know. Spot on. So how would I go about collating a database? Well, really, it's just about making sure you capture people's information yep. when you connect with them, when you speak to them. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about somebody that's found you on a website and they've inquired in your contact. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, just going through to an email and then disappearing in your email list, their details should be going, you know, as soon as they inquire on your website, should be going straight into your um, into your database. Yeah. Capturing their name, address, phone number, email, yeah. whatever, you know, basic information. Again, when they call up on the phone, the person who's taken the inquiry, instead of putting it on a post-it note and handing it to somebody, 
should go straight into your database. Yeah. And it, it can be as simple as a spreadsheet or something really simple that just takes some basic information mm-hmm. so that you can market to them later. Yeah, excellent. Oh, and I suppose follow up effectively. And follow up, yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, and send offers to. I was going to say earlier, one of the, you know, a huge benefit of keeping these people as they come in, write also down what they're interested in. And then when it comes, you know, let's say it's uh, September, you know, come September each year and you go, well, I'm an electrician and uh, I've got, um, I found a good deal on some um, aircon units or fans or whatever and I can buy them in bulk. I could send an email out to that whole list of people who have been interested in yeah. um, that kind of product in the past, and I might, you know, I might sell a hundred new jobs just from one email blast. Yeah, and you know what? Like I've worked with some, I've done some pretty big training um, courses with a lot of companies out of the states and things that specialize in selling, and you know, they go so deep into specific areas of finding out about customers' interests, like yeah. to the point where sometimes you're writing down the names of their dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, Birthdays are another good one. Yeah, yeah, so you rock up on site and you go, oh, there's Roebuck. Yeah, hey, Roebuck, you yeah. going? And, and the customer's like, whoa, how did yeah. you remember that? You were, haven't been here for like two years. Yeah. But of course, it's all in there. Just, just be life. careful <laughs> if you're covering, capturing wife's name. Um, <laughs> yeah, so how's Jenny? Yeah. How do you know Jenny? <laughs> um, yeah, good point, actually. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, now we're talking about uh, collating databases. What are what are some of the benefits that I'd be able to see f- from having a database? Well, from capturing details within my business. So, yeah, good good question. Look, first of all, the more you know about your customers, the more you can relate to them. Yeah, the more you're going to be able to, the better you're going to be able to sell to them. The better the relationship you can build with them. It all comes down to information. Knowing more means you can do more. Mm-hmm. You know, you make smarter decisions. Two, you're going to drastically increase your sales. Like I said earlier, you come up with an offer, something that you can do sort of en masse once you've got those good systems in place to deliver efficiently, do an email blast out, you know, sell something really quickly, increase your cash flow. And mm-hmm. um, then there's the strategic part of it, which is you might have other businesses that will pay you to market to your database. Um, or develop some kind of relationship where you can market or cross-market between each other's databases to sell and cross-sell services. And, you know, you can clip the ticket on the way through or whatever makes sense to make money off it, but there's a lot of strategic reasons yeah. where you can uh, you can do that. We've actually worked with companies before. It was a plumber, it was an electrician, and we helped him form a strategic partnership with a local plumber of a similar-sized business and there was a bit of work back and forth. Uh, you know what? To be honest, it wasn't that much work. Like they were pretty responsive to it. Like once we put this proposal towards them, we pretty much they both had similar sized businesses. They both had similar sized customer databases. Overnight, we basically helped them double their database yeah. because they ran out of promotion to their customers, saying, "Look, these are, you know, we're working with X Y Z Plumbing, and um, as your electrician." We just want you to know that these are trusted plumbers and yeah. they do a really great job and we 100% recommend them, blah, blah, blah. They went through this whole campaign and literally overnight their database was doubled. It was yeah. an amazing result. Yeah. So yeah. I suppose that that's another thing. And we're actually, we're actually building a course on this at the moment, believe it or not. I'd buy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, look, that's, that's one of the benefits, I suppose, of being able to of build a database. Well, that's, one of, that's a few benefits there. But I suppose the other one is that we're building a, an asset into the company. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I mean, think back to our first, you know, our last podcast when we talked about systemizing your business to create an asset. You know, the, um, 
the foundation of that asset is really uh, one of the main pillars anyway, is the database. You have basically a captive audience. You've got all of their contact details and you know what they're interested in. Imagine going to buy a business. As a business owner yourself, imagine if you were shopping for a business and you wanted to buy a business mm-hmm. and they had a database of 10,000 people that you knew that you could immediately start sending offers to or use as leverage in a strategic mm-hmm. partnership yeah. and that came with the purchase, you would absolutely pay more for that business. Yeah. It adds to the value of your, of your company. And I've worked in organisations where... Well, one in particular, where they were frequently acquiring companies, so similar companies. Like it was, it was a plumbing organisation, um, but they would acquire plumbing companies, roofing companies, and they, they did a lot of it while I, in my time there. And they would typically, they were only really buying the database. Yeah, that's all they cared about. Yeah, they didn't care about the people. No, exactly the people. I mean, and a lot of time they did bring on the people sometimes, but often a lot of those people came on board. Um, they saw the business that was running with some systems and some processes that they didn't like. So as mm. you said in the last episode, they got the shits and yep. sort of jumped shit. You know? yep. So yeah, they, I mean, having that database there is such an acquirable asset. It's so powerful. Yeah. And um, it's just a matter of getting out there and starting to build it. So what are some tools that tradies and uh, contractors out there can use to build their database? Yeah, good question. And um, the first I would say is probably your CRM. Yeah. That's, you know, your most powerful database. And what's a CRM? A CRM, a customer relationship management system, Mm -hmm. which, you know, to put it really simple, is your sales database. It's your contact database. That's the first place you want to start. And there's a heap of tools out there. You know, again, the tool that we like to use, Podio. Mm -hmm. We can set up our contacts. We can set up a little inquiry form. Whenever somebody calls in or inquires from the website, or, um, you know, get ops into an offer online or whatever, it can go straight into that database um, and you can do things on that. Um, Another fantastic tool is something like MailChimp. There's a heap of others out there that are similar to that. MailChimp's pretty simple. You can have opt-in forms on your website. uh, People can sign up and they go straight into your database. And, I mean, even taking it back further than that, and this might surprise some of you, but if you can get good at even... um, collecting details in your phone. So, I mean, even your even your Apple, um, uh, what is it, contacts yeah. can be a form of a CRM. I mean, it's not Absolutely. overly efficient, but no. I mean, I know I used to use it all the time. I used to take notes in Apple contacts yeah. all the time for customers before I saw the light. The beauty of that, Matt, is that they can just be exported out of that exactly. and brought into something later down yeah. the track. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there are a number of tools out there and it will vary as well to your business. So do your research on the, on the type of product that's going to suit your company the most. You might find that, you know, there's a job management tool out there mm. which can also act as a, a CRM or f- help you build your database and that might suit your business. Although there might be other companies out there that might benefit more from a project management style a tool which, again, will also help you build, uh, keep contacts, keep your customers' contacts and your details, but then it will also help you with the running of your projects day to day. Spot on. And then there's, of course, as you said, I mean, there's strict CRM products out there. There's CRM products that adapt to things. I mean, everything sort of integrates these days. Well, yeah. and anything that's worth purchasing. Yeah, you know, some integrates. Some form of integration yep. built into it. And there's email marketing platforms, like you mentioned. There's MailChimp, there's ActiveCampaign, there's Infusionsoft. There's all these different things out there that, that's available to you. So, it's just a matter of you guys really getting out there and actually exploring what's going to suit your business the best and implement something. Mm, that's right. <clears throat> Even if you start with a spreadsheet, which again is not yeah. the best best way, but 
start or start with your phone, start collecting that information um, and building your database. And then when you're ready and you, if you need some help, you know, Trading web guys are here to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was actually shocked I got it right. <laughs> the reason we're laughing there is because most ninety percent of the time Scott calls me trading web dudes. Trading web dudes. But I actually got in the right thing. Um, you know, so yeah. when you are ready to go to the next level, you know, go to trading web guys and they'll help you get set up with a, a nice um, cloud database. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's one thing I suppose as well that we that can also serve as a database builder is your accounting package. So, mm-hmm. I mean, even if you're using QuickBooks or you might be using zero uh, accounting or whatever it is, hopefully it's zero accounting, <laughs> then, you know, that also is keeping, it's not designed to be a CRM, but it does keep customer details and it does keep yeah. um, information there. So, I mean, you can always export that as well. So, there are things out there that you may already be using but not implementing correctly. Spot on. <clears throat> all right. So I think that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about on that front. Is there any, any, um, anything we've missed there? Oh, look, I, I think it, um, it does sound like it's a big deal, you know, and there's so many tools and so many options out there, but um, it really is just a matter of, you know, jumping on Google and thinking, all right, if I'm a plumber or an electrician or construction, you know, just typing in what, it, what construction or plumbing databases out there, uh, you know, via Google, getting started, trying a few different things. Yeah. But most importantly, just start capturing yeah. that information in one format or another. So I think to put it sort of a bit of a practical spin on this, I might run through just a bit of an example that might be applicable to you guys out there in the field. So say, for example, uh, you get a referral from a, a client or a, a, f- a friend or whatever, right? So that referral gets sent across to you in an email. As soon as you get that email... You should be entering that customer into your database, whatever it is, one way, shape, or form. So they're in there, and they're not yet qualified. However, they're in there as a potential lead, mm-hmm. let's say, right? So then once that customer, you make contact with them, if they decide to go ahead with a job or whatever it is, then the details from the job gets added to their file. So then there's a record of the work that you've done for them. If they don't become a customer, that's fine. Make a record of why they didn't become a customer yep. and keep that record there as well. Then if after if, if it's a job that's typically a recurring style, then set a date in your calendar or if you've got a, a CRM that allows you to um, set like notifications, then set a notification on when to speak to that customer next relating to the job that you've done there previously. While you're out of the job, you can also help build your database by looking at other things that you might be able to market towards at a further point. So I know from a plumbing point of view, uh, if we went out to a job that had a block drain or if we went out to a job that needed to change tap washers, when we go to the hot water heater to turn the tap to turn the hot water heater off, we'll always look at the expiry date on the hot water heater and then we'll make a note of the expiry date within our CRM mm-hmm. so that we know when their hot water heater is about to expire, we can send them a notification saying, hey, guys, hey. listen, your hot water heater is about to expire. I know this because I checked it when I was there back in August. Would you like us to come and have a look at it and give you a quote to replace it? I like the cut of your jib. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of little things there you can do, but it's always about capturing that data. Mm. And um, you've got to start somewhere. You don't have to go, you know, all in, but if you can get in that mindset, you'll be pretty surprised with yourself how quickly you can develop. Absolutely. All right. So um, uh, any key takeaways from that episode, Scott? Well, you know, I, I think we've said it a, a few times now with um, building your database is building the asset of your business. Yeah. It's going to increase your sales because selling to your existing customers uh, is always more cost-effective and easier than you know, getting new customers. 
Uh, it's going to give you some strategic leverage to build relationships with other businesses um, and you're going to be able to build firmer and more solid relationships with your customers because you know more about them. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, I suppose as a practical application from my point of view, I would just say, um, yeah, look, just get out there and start capturing that data um, even if it's writing it down in your in your uh, in your diary in your paperback work diary, which I hope to God you guys are not doing, but <laughs> it's better than not start doing somewhere. anything at all. So yeah. start somewhere, and just start capturing those details, and then get proactive in you know sitting back and say, okay, well, how can I potentially leverage now what I have as an asset? So I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Um, thanks again for joining us, Scott. No problem, Matty. Good to be here. Now, in the following episode, which is going to be the last one of this series, we're going to be talking about measuring metrics. Oh, this is a that's a massive ninja topic. This yeah. is a massive ninja topic, and it's one that I um, openly admit I'm pretty much suck at. Serious business owners only. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that is a wrap. So if you haven't already, head across to the siteshed.com and register for our toolbox talks where you'll be regularly sent great episodes just like this straight to your inbox so you'll never miss one. Uh, if you want to join the community, you can head across to the siteshed.com forward slash members where for a small monthly fee, you'll get access to regularly updated training material as well as access to our forum where you can mingle and collaborate with trade-based business owners just like you from all over the world. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head across to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us spread the word and reach the masses. Likewise, if you know anyone that might benefit from the content we create, then please go ahead and share this with them. You've been listening to Toolbox Talks by The Site Shed. For more great content just like this, head across to thesiteshed.com and join the amazing community of savvy trade-based business owners. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.